listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. If I told you once, I told you twice. QB, throw the booty like a groupie for more ice. I'm a truck heist. Hit the bonus in the boucher. In love with you since the days of Juice. Now I watch you play Columbo, Picasso, tricks inside of Colossals. Turn your castles to brothels. Uh. Who you loving? Who you want to be hugging? Dipping on your ninja Honda with Tanisha and Rhonda. What? hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and Karen. and we're in the house on a wednesday mm-hmm. and it's been a long time but as you can probably tell from the title it's a walking dead wednesday of course you can find this show the blackout tips on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow doll productions we have two albums out on itunes stitcher i mean wait itunes wait what am i saying yeah we have apple music <laughs> itunes we have it on apple music we have it on spotify title and we have it on amazon just search the best of rod and karen or uh you can search uh sunspot and other ratchetness and our albums will come up we appreciate everybody takes time out to leave us reviews for our funny audio play albums um also uh this show is a recap okay we recap the walking dead on this joint all right and um for people that haven't listened in a while or this is your first time listening and you you know sometimes we recap shows game of thrones Mm -hmm. uh walking dead to name a couple um uh you can find all that stuff um on our website in our premium for our premium people uh you can go back and listen to all the old episodes and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um uh also i would like to remind people the episodes are all free on our website but not the premium stuff so like Mm -mm. the archived episodes we have moved them to the blackoutives.com you can play them all all you have to do is go to the episode scroll down past the poll there's a poll for each episode right underneath that poll is a player you can hit play on that and then boom you're listening to the episode for free you can download it whatever um all right i feel like that's all the news oh and then also we got put on a a black podcast black podcast list um legacy web services um is where i found this it was the monster list of best black podcasts by 2017 in 2017 by category and we got mentioned on this bad boy and i appreciate them taking the time out uh to listen to uh list us in under funny podcast uh the blackout tips hilarious podcast featuring a comedic power couple that goes in on culture politics intersectionality and any other topic you can think of you will live for their walking dead reviews well guess what we doing today and also we are sorry it took so long yeah we really are it's been a long time should have never left you um honestly man what happened was we went to seattle for PyCon we were so swamped we didn't get to watch the show live that time we watched when we got back we still needed some time um and then just life happened holidays all this different stuff and it didn't become as pressing to review it because honestly it doesn't return till after the super bowl so it's like oh cool finally something we can take our time on um and i needed to rewatch it and refresh myself because i didn't want to give you guys a shitty review recap correct so uh i rewatched it i made my notes and we're about to do this damn thing let's do it um so yeah with no further ado it's the walking dead episode eight of season eight called how it's gotta be
let's get into it first of all before we even get started um karen mm-hmm. what'd you think about this episode of walking dead uh the season the mid-season finale how it's got to be got a 7.89 rating uh 7.89 million people uh which is mm, in the middle for them like is i think their lowest rating of the season was 7.47 so it's still pretty low it started the season 11 and a half and it ended with 7.89 so i feel like that's you know still trending low and i would also like to mention the walking dead got a new showrunner in the off season um scott gimple is being promoted to chief content officer paving the way for a new showrunner angela kang a woman of color good for her i hope she can uh i hope they let her do her thing and i hope she can kind of add some flavor to the ship uh so karen what do you think about this episode this episode was good but not great okay good but not great uh for me the first time i watched this episode i pretty much hated it i just was not a fan uh but then i just rewatched it and i think i don't know if it's because i already knew what was gonna happen or it been month a month and some change a bit over a month since i saw it um but when i rewatched it i actually liked it uh which is weird uh i don't know why i didn't like it the first time i guess maybe i was just anticipating more or i just didn't know where they were going and uh you know it still has this corny cheesy walking dead shit that happens the whole time but you know ever since glenn came from under the dumpster i've kind of been lenient on a lot of stuff on the show and um you know with the stress of traveling and coming back i think all that shit added up to where i was just like ah and then uh when i watched it this time i was like oh wait i you know i don't mind any of this these are all threads that need to unravel and keep going uh though i think the show still has some uh some issues that are annoying at best at best correct um and we will get to those too because you know i do have some things to say uh but first and foremost uh we'll break it down um by location it was was an hour and a half episode i'll try to get through the 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 hot and heavies um it starts off with a flashback and it's the flashback to the time after carl and rick had ran up on that dude i forget i want to say his you know i'm not gonna say his name because it's something racist um (coughs) i don't want to i don't want to just start making up making up names and y'all gonna be like uh that's just a racist name for a muslim man and i don't know why you would uh think you that would that's think who, about that yeah they, I'll, I'll try to search for his name um while uh while we talk but at any rate uh he they end up um you know they had that situation where carl was trying to talk to this dude and see who he was from where he needed help I think and, put in the chat room what is it Sadiq. Sadiq, that is right. That's correct. That's exactly what I was going to look up. Um, yeah, it is Sadiq. Yep. And so, anyway, Carl, you know, it's that time where Carl tried to give Sadiq, like, to give him some help and talk to him, and his dad ran up and shot over his head and made him run off. And so, you know, we know in the future, Carl goes on to, like, save that man and bring him into the, to the Alexandria, like, you know, promise to, like, let him join up because Carl has a complete disagreement with his father's philosophy of no new friends. Right. Um, no new niggas over here. Right. So then, um, Carl and Rick are talking about that after they, as they walk, after Rick is shot at the dude. 
and carl basically challenges rick to find a peaceful way forward he's like we can't just be in war forever we have to start letting people in we have to go back to our original mission of people help and more people help us get through survive together and we have to trust somebody just because the saviors turn out to be pieces of shit doesn't mean every person we come across is a savior or a piece of shit or that all the saviors are even pieces of shit right like he's really pushing that kind of peaceful philosophy like we can work this out if we do this right yeah him and jesus is kind of on the same page like hey i hope y'all know we can't fight them forever this doesn't make sense right there has to be a peaceful way forward at some point because an endless war will just do nobody any good um and rick's kind of like okay whatever um then we get a whole bunch of weird slow-mo close-ups of the main cast face and everything mm-hmm. and finally after everyone's done those weird slow i really think those weird slow-mos are creepy the, the all the way up on their face thing and with the music playing and everyone like I looking like they're in a fog right i guess just to show the disarray and how everybody's what a thought process mm-hmm. is and all that type of stuff i don't like it anyway so this they do all those motherfucking slow-mos and shit yeah, they did it. and then they cut to negan in slow-mo and negan is laughing and smiling and doing his his you know his uh trademark whistle yeah what was you gonna say no i'm about to say they've just they've did this several times before yeah it's been a theme throughout the whole this whole arc of the season i just think it's i just don't like it uh, it's like okay. a waste of screen time and it doesn't ever show really what the people are doing it's just like Mm-mm. a super tight close-up and and like sometimes people will be doing something you can see like they'll show like aaron's face and he's driving and you're like oh that's right aaron's driving but then sometimes they'll just show like morgan's face and he's just moving it slow-mo looking around you're like what what's happening what are we shooting a music video what's happening here um so i'll start here rick and the junk to cons this is real quick so after everything rick did to recruit the junk to cons right i mean let's think about it you had them kidnap gabriel because rick stole took their rick and his crew took some of their stuff off a boat they trade they follow him back they kidnap gabriel rick and them get gabriel back rick fights a fucking zombie knight with spikes and doesn't get tetanus somehow and Ah! and wins and so then the juncticons are honor bound to give gabriel back to them and say they come up with a deal of we're gonna fight the saviors and if you guys go in with us we'll give you some of their stuff when we win and all this stuff and new allies new friends right turns out that that's wrong because at the end of the day the junk the cons betray them and join up with negan because negan's promised them the stuff and and not to and not to uh and not to come kill them right they end up getting you know the battle the big battle of alexandria and all the kings the kingdom and the hilltop came and saved the day and the junkicons run away and and you know back to presumably back to the junk heap this season rick goes back to the junk heap to then tell them they need to join them even though they betrayed them and goes through another ordeal where they try to do another zombie death fucking ritual to him and he survives and then Junkticons to say hey you know what we got your back we want to side up with you we're gonna get our guns we're gonna come to the to the sanctuary where they've done this plan to box in negan and his people so it's like we're gonna come there as a show of force we won't even expect to be able to have to fight we just have guns and they'll see our overwhelming numbers when you combine us with the hilltop alexandria and the kingdom and they'll have to surrender because they're presumably trapped and surrounded by zombies and we're the only ones that can get them out okay that's a lot that's a lot of episodes that's a lot of screen time 
let's come back to the present rick doesn't get an answer on his walkie-talkie remember the last time he rolled up to the sanctuary the snipers were dead in the tower the, the he picked up a walkie-talkie didn't get an answer he looked down and saw that the there was no more saviors in the compound and the zombies had cleared out well rick doesn't get an answer on the walkie-talkie and he tells the junks like come on let's go they enter the compound with their guns they don't see anybody and then um all the zombies have been cleared out of the way somehow like a complete path so i don't know how they got out of there but it almost what was weird is looking at the looking at how they like how the zombies were lined up you knew some sort of organized thing happened to make that happen right Mm -hmm, right because you know they just randomly do shit right so um they were all and some of them were still moving in a lot but they were just pushed to the clear to the side eventually essentially um so uh rick while he's looking at this um jadis is behind him and she goes different from picture because he gave them a picture of the compound surrounded by zombies and obviously now it's not they start uh taking fire so like people from the compound apparently are shooting at them and the junk and rick hides behind like a, a concrete partition and he's like okay guys we're gonna fire back then we're gonna go over here and he looks up and they gone this made me so mad because the jump to cons was fucking pointless there was no reason for them to even write them in the storyline of the plot other than these just some weird people that was the thing that bothered me too is how much rick and them centered or how much the show centered around the addition of the junk to cons which would have been a really fun concept to play with but i felt like they kind of fucked it up from from jump because one they talk like it's fucking mad max and it's been a thousand years since we had you know schools in english it's like niggas y'all just y'all just got free what are y'all talking about just had a zombie apocalypse right um and then you know you go through all this shit they had the zombie uh, rituals and they had their own little like weird zigzag formation that they do all their group meetings in everyone has a stupid ass weird haircut so you have all this stuff right that i feel like they just wrote down and said these are cool concepts but i think the difference between this and like the comic is i don't think there was any consideration of the utility of their constructs in this uh environment like there was no real rhyme or reason for them to be this way Mm-mm. and it feels like the show said we have 16 episodes right here's a way to make three or four filler episodes out of nothing because they essentially had no effect on the show or the plot because they mm-hmm. just turned and ran hightailed it out of there none of them got killed what, like two or they, three times what, we've why, never seen them fight why the fuck are you here every time they got in a fight they run away you know and yet somehow rick still goes to their house like he's fucking calipari trying to recruit these niggas every day and i'm like ah! it's not what is the point other they than to waste them. our time let them fall in the draft it's all right i would have rather them got killed right then right it would have made more sense anyway they uh they fucking uh hightail it out of there leave rick to his you know to his demise but then carol drives up and she's got um uh jerry in the car and they're in the suv rick gets in says negan clearly is alive and got out we need to get back and warn everybody at our communities jerry says we need to split up we can use the getaway cars that the snipers had but may, they might not be there because the snipers probably used them to get away and rick was like yeah they didn't because them snipers is dead right 
um so that's when we really start splitting up okay enid and aaron are on a road trip to go to oceanside another community that i just don't understand the obsession with these niggas ain't got no guns right Why the fuck are we going back other than to waste time i don't understand what the whole point of going up to oceanside is when the, them and the Junkticons have kind of ended up being like huge distractions from the fact that the show's not moving forward at a crisp pace anymore now that it's 16 episodes a season right everything is stretched out and slowed down so i'm like is oceanside gonna have any impact on the plot if not why are we continuing to keep going back to places that the people don't want to fight they can't be convinced and it's taking four and five episodes to talk to these motherfuckers and i'm like no one cares because it's not moving forward the plot you know i think the show has some structural issues uh whatever they did with jeffrey dean morgan it sounds like whatever his contract is he's not obligated to be in every episode they must only have him for like eight episodes six episodes a season out of the 16 and they keep writing ways around it like uh this week we're gonna have simon and fucking gavin do all the talking and this week uh it's just gonna be about michonne and rick hanging out and it's like and oh let's go to oceanside or the junk cons because that doesn't involve negan but and i'm like i think y'all have overestimated the amount of time y'all can spend on this story you know like if, if, if essentially if we make it through the end of this season they will have put 32 episodes about into just the negan and the savior storyline that's yes, a lot too long like i said and the thing is i i enjoyed the show but i think that the show was like hey we got these big events mm-hmm but in my opinion they're not doing as good a job as they have in the past about getting us to the events and they have filler episodes i don't care us about filler episodes y'all you know i watch a lot of shit filler episodes don't have to be pointless but when they're pointless they're a motherfucking waste of time because a filler episode in my opinion most of the time you know there are exceptions to this a filler episode should give you background a filler episode should give you detail a filler episode should you know tell you something that you didn't know before fill episode might have some form of a flashback to tell you an event that happened at the same time or some shit you've seen in the past you know there are reasons behind it but it needs us of a purpose other than we're just doing this to pull the story along pull the story along and in my opinion it drags and it slows the pace down and that has a lot to do with why the ratings dropped too yeah i think the filler episodes used to be like let's show you what morgan's been up to because we haven't seen them right let's show you um you know this individual story's character let's show you daryl uh tripping about merle but it's a cool way to bring the actor that plays merle back to the show you know things of this nature and maybe you can argue i mean it's hit or miss some of those were hit some of those Mm -hmm. were missed to be honest but But i like that better than this shit where it's like let's involve oceanside who's not in the comics we're not really planning on doing anything to alter the story involving them they're not going to play a major role in the story let's involve the junkicons who essentially are going to be cartoon characters that run away at at every thing so it's kind of weird like it was it was fine for like a one-off or whatever but now there's four or five episodes involving these motherfuckers i'm like i'm over it anyway oceanside so we find out basically aaron enid and aaron are driving to oceanside enid asks aaron what he thinking about he's like i'm thinking about aaron my man's he dead and i miss him 
and uh enid apologized for even asking uh and aaron's like it's okay we're going to oceanside because we need to make sure eric died for a reason and he's like oceanside kills people on site so we got to be careful but we need to convince them to join the fight and i was like well, what guns nigga what guns right enid says we should have brought some guns then because they ain't got no guns and aaron was like nah because we need we had to hold on to those guns we need those guns at the fight and um enid says well i'll give cindy my gun when we get there and um which i don't remember if i don't know why i don't remember enid and cindy talking but maybe they did and I, it's just been a long time because i do remember the whole crew went to oceanside yeah, if they talked it wasn't long yeah but she didn't remember her well enough to want to give her a gun but aaron was like no you need your gun uh then uh he asked if she knows how to drive and she says better than car anyways which i mean everybody knows how to drive better than car right uh aaron uh takes a nap lets her drive wakes up enid's driving off of the highway he's like what you doing and she's like you know what i think we might not have guns but we can bring something as a gift and it's a distillery so they're gonna bring alcohol um and aaron's like you know what that's a good idea i think you're right uh they drive the oceanside at night at night and then they park he's like i think this is a good enough spot they park they don't get out the car they don't approach anybody they just park and it's and then it's dark all of a sudden aaron wakes up in the in at night or whatever because he sees somebody moving and he tells enid to get up but don't make any noise they get out the car with their guns aaron goes around a corner of like this container that is just sitting out there in the middle of nowhere and immediately gets knocked the fuck out and someone gets to drop on them and, the, and they're like you shouldn't have come here and then aaron enid uh shoots the person before they can kill or knock out aaron and that person was about to like they was about to get the drop on them and after she shoots uh the person um a bunch of other people come out of the woodworks like hey hey you know put your guns down they put the guns down and it turns out that the person she shot and killed is natanya which is cindy's grandmama and she dead and cindy uh cindy is crying over her grandmama and that's all that's everything that happened up there and i i was kind of upset because i was like okay you're going up there to ask for help you hear the girl kill the grandma you really think they're about to help you now mm-hmm. so what what was the point of you going up there in the first place yeah like yeah. like like that was my opinion like they really not gonna help you now not unless the the saviors make their way out there and decide to tackle then y'all all dead because ain't nobody got no guns unless they got some weapons here somewhere that they ain't told nobody about yeah and they said it was like a long time to travel out there i want to say they said it's gonna take one or two days and for her to pack you know all this shit and then they get up there immediately fuck up everything the ocean, poor women of oceanside i mean they can't these motherfuckers just come up ruin their whole little thing you know like yeah because because at least before even though they was out here shooting like cobra damn it they had guns and bullets they honestly had the right idea right apparently the kill everybody uh policy was working just fine until they stopped killing people right now they now they're getting fucked up i do want to see what has happened since they lost their guns and if things have gotten even more fucked up that would have been a great episode you know would have been a real good filler episode (laughs) uh all right let's go to the kingdom um on the way back to the kingdom to warn negan i mean to warn them that negan is alive jerry's car gets sideswiped mm-hmm. okay we'll come back to that later 
got fucked up too i like oh i didn't see that one coming yeah and they were showing it was right when they were showing like rick driving back carol driving back and then of course uh jerry car gets sideswiped um zeke is uh you know what he could have been going back to hilltop i'll take it back maybe he was going to hilltop anyway uh but he's one of the kingdom members so i'm telling y'all now yeah zeke is sitting in his throne in his throne room just sitting up in his room crying about having no tiger and uh he has a note from jerry that says had to bounce and they need our help and we promise and we're not gonna flake out uh we got to complete this plan of course remember the plan is they're all gonna unite at a certain spot back at the king at the sanctuary where uh presumably the sanctuary would have been surrounded by zombies and they would have shown a show a for show a force yeah, and, and uh zeke in there like uh sitting up in his room playing some mary j blige i'm going down yeah he was in there crying. since you ain't around missing his missing his Sheba. cat Mm-hmm. Turn this world upside and he ain't know how to act. Yep. Oh, depressed. And so, um, they, you know, so Zeke hears like an explosion off in the distance. He jumps up and then he runs and hides on um, behind the stage. He, he has like a secret path or something. And Negan soldiers walk in with flashlights and guns looking for him. And then outside, Gavin has, uh, rounded up all the citizens of the kingdom and he has them like in a group on their knees and he's basically like um the kingdom now belongs to negan we about to take everything um before this we used to you know we tried to and gavin's always the one that tries to make it seem like he don't want to do these things he's like you know we tried to make it work the easy way but because ezekiel and y'all trying to fight back you know we we got to do this we taking all the able-bodied men and women to repair the sanctuary and y'all gonna live in the kingdom now and we gonna i mean the saviors are gonna live in the kingdom y'all gonna live in the sanctuary and fix it and we just gonna barely get y'all enough food to eat and survive and you know why he's talking to billas uh who's the muslim woman uh from earlier in the season is looking around the only one though got sense to be scared of a tiger come on uh and gavin asked them to produce ezekiel or he's gonna start fucking people up and he said he don't want that that's his thing you know that's another thing on the show lots of needless dialogue where people repeat and especially on these hour and a half episodes like the hour episodes not as bad to me but the out the long like the on the season finale like those 90 minute episodes it's always like people going extra hard like every actor is trying to get gets like three extra lines in every scene i'm like y'all ain't gotta do this because no you don't gavin was like i don't want to do this i don't want to do this but look i need y'all to bring the king okay this is not my idea this is your fault y'all did this i'm like just we get it (laughs) they not gonna give them to you let's go anyway that nobody of course sold out zeke because right. they still believe in him even though he don't yeah, believe in and himself nobody knew what the hell he was in, at first right um so zeke sets up an explosion of fuel in the kingdom around the corner as a distraction yeah oh, oh you did tell that uh the muslim girl seen him right yeah nabila does see him um because she was looking around for him and he sets up the fuel as a distraction blows up big ass listen what this show doesn't have in plot they make up for an explosion yeah they do i'm here for all the explosions everything was blowing up if you like if you are easily amused by explosions your ass you like got to i am up. i was like okay all right that's pretty it was a fireworks show i still would rather have less episodes more plot but 
I guess I take the fireworks show. All right. Uh, anyway, so he blows up a big ass stack of fuel. Zeke sent, I mean, uh, not Zeke, um, Gab, Gay, uh, Gavin sends all his men like, go, get over there, check it out. And, um, they go over there and then Zeke comes from the other direction with a school bus. I don't know how he got over there. Me either. And tells everybody, get on the school bus and get to safety. And everybody's getting on the school bus. And then, um, the fucking, one of the saviors gets to drop on him he's about to shoot him but gavin stops him he's like no we gotta take him alive nigga wants him alive and so then zeke tells nabila to get everybody out of there and 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 you know nabila fucking throat punched the dude and took his gun that was dope uh didn't notice that until the second time i watched it i was like okay nabila maybe you're gonna be the damn um leader i don't know right she gonna right she was like i i might have been afraid of uh sheba but i ain't afraid of you the queendom let's go uh at any rate um she is running out with all the people and carol walks runs up and because i guess carol was driving to the kingdom right and she's like where's zeke and she's like he's in there somewhere and she was like uh we'll get everybody safety or whatever i'm gonna get him and then she goes in and she sees ezekiel running towards the gate and before he closes the gate uh on one side he says uh to carol to to protect them and save them like he you saved me and then he closes the gate with him stuck in there and he gets knocked out mm-hmm. uh and then later on zeke comes to gavin is lecturing this nigga about ah! how you know like i said guys repeating dialogue i didn't want this i didn't want this you made this happen this was you ezekiel because of your decision i'm like okay who wrote this are y'all freestyling this ah! now what is happening right now um but I yeah could have wrote better lines. it was terrible so um he then um but while this is happening morgan is on the other side of a fence and can't like a gate that you can't see through or whatever and he can hear them talking like gavin lecturing zeke and telling them to break his arms if if uh he even moves a muscle and all this shit and sick of this and that's where it ends with morgan listening to you know what i imagine is uh maybe trying to come up with a plan to save zeke at some point yep um let's go to the hilltop uh jesus 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 <laughs> the snowman uh jesus the snowman maggie diane and a red shirt uh who we don't know his name is neil we find mm-hmm. out later but at the time we don't know his name they drive into the sanctuary in a convoy with like three or four other people to enact the plan which is to show a force and to get them surrendered y'all remember mm-hmm. the plan i hate to repeat myself like the show does um ah! they see a tree in the road maggie like hold up this could this might be a problem the dude neil is like what trees fall all the time she's like niggas mm-hmm. to save us right because i remember when i was pregnant that was one of the tactics they used right um and you know you would think they could have done something with maybe like maggie having almost like a ptsd type shutdown because of how harrowing that experience was that night at any rate maggie knows it's the saviors and something happened with the plan she tell, tells them <coughs> sorry she tells the backup the truck in the back hey back up let's go let's get out of here but she don't get an answer turns around a truck pulls up beside them it looks like almost like a moving truck like a u-haul truck and they open up the back and inside is simon uh a some random dude and then they got jerry tied up and beaten up um 
from obviously that car crash right so i'm assuming that jerry was supposed to be on his way there but when they crashed he didn't make it there to let them know that they were on their way exactly so um jerry is is a hostage now um so simon basically says give up all your guns and no fighting and make some more guys come from behind out of trucks with guns and stuff and uh maggie asked simon how they got out and simon's like i give you three guesses and obviously she don't know uh and then simon doesn't tell him but he says they're gonna take over alexandria and the kingdom he gives them the whole plan because that's what they do on the show yeah that's what bad guys do yeah he said they're gonna take over alexandria and the kingdom they're gonna kill red kill zeke um but uh, and and that gregory lied to him and acted like he was a man but clearly she's the real leader and unless they get a they get lucky because hilltop is chosen to keep producing and giving all their crops and stuff to the saviors um unless uh she wanted to die and then if that's the case he'll kill her make her a zombie put her on the spike to the the fence of the compound keep in mind he's going into all this detail y'all uh like just we get it uh you're gonna kill her and then they was gonna <laughs> march a herd of zombies to um hilltop and do what you did to us to back to you and all this shit um uh, then the, it was just like an extra 30 seconds of dialogue to fill some more time um then simon tells uh uh this dude named gary not to kill um jerry because he's like you know jerry like they're like he's like and i'm gonna kill one of y'all because that's our rule somebody gotta die and so they get ready to kill somebody he's like nope gary i got this and he shoots in the car where there's maggie jesus diane who you guys may know is the woman with the bow and arrow the big tall woman from the kingdom and a nigga named neil Arando. who y'all think he killed right neil took that bullet uh and he said when they first shot it it looked like somebody else could have been shot but he mm-hmm. was like that wouldn't make any sense all right and neil ain't had no speaking lines really no he didn't like he only thought line he had was like that's right and shit like that so they killed neil oh a tree right and neil's uh he said and simon said he did it because he wanted uh maggie to smell it to smell the blood and so he said now we're gonna keep killing unless you can tell me that you understand the the arrangement and y'all gonna fall in line maggie for some reason didn't say it right away and so they got ready to kill uh jerry and then she said stop i'll do it i understand and she said just i y'all need to do me one favor i want the casket so we could take neil and bury him or give him a proper barrel back in the hilltop and simon said okay um then um after that um um maggie arrives in the hilltop she goes up to the prison pen where uh gregory's in the prison pen that dickhead uh dude that savior that uh what's his name like it's not like a j or something uh but that dude's in there that he's such a dick the one that you know what i mean the one that kept fucking with morgan Mm-hmm. whatever his ass is his, his ass is in there right and then there's this dude named alden that we met last like two episodes ago or something that was real cool with jesus he was like the good savior and shit right um and so anyway they're all in there with a bunch of randos she's like him bring him out and it's a rando um a lot and of randos took l's today a lot of randos a lot of randos 
feel like if you had less episodes you could do more killing of people that matter but okay right um so then she's like come here uh and she put she's like cal the asian dude give me your gun and he gives her the gun and then um gregory is there and he's begging like can you free me he thinks the dude's getting free he's like well let me out come on maggie i'm trying to help you know i'm just i shouldn't be in here and then uh she pulls the dude out pulls out cal's gun and alden or whatever tries to save she's like maggie you don't have to do this and the dude go he said something like oh man let the woman try to put on a little show or some you know some pejorative thing that men say to women with guns apparently right and she shoots that nigga in his head and kills him she does which is a turn for this show and i do think it's significant i mean they just killed a prisoner of war essentially like that's a war crime and you know and and maggie you know kills this nigga in cold blood he wasn't doing anything you know this is not a humane thing jesus one of those people that to protect their lives but she told jesus when she did that shit like these motherfuckers might end up being pawns like there's a reason i'm keeping them but it ain't necessarily the the fish and loaves reason that your ass got right and her thing was like oh rendo number one didn't have to die either did he Mm -hmm. okay we gonna do this let's do this she basically like y'all kill one of ours we kill one of yours and um she asked alden did he want to be next and he said no yeah he did nope uh and then um jesus tries to tell her like maggie we don't have to he, she's like listen i want everybody in the morning tending crops i want y'all to fortify the walls at bury Neal, and we got to be ready for an attack in the morning and then she walked in towards the like the the mansion where her her office is and you can see when they kind of zoom in on her face she was crying right because it's not something she didn't want she wanted to do but she feel like i'm the last stand like in her mind she's like look odds are if they got to me they got to the other groups too mm-hmm. and so she don't really know what's happening to the other groups but she's under the assumption that they are being attacked too so they're not getting no help she can't call for no help so her thing is like if we gonna die fuck it let the bitch burn also i can't lie i'm all the way back in on team maggie like i was all the way off of her when her and glenn were splitting up and risking everybody all the goddamn time right you know she still is pregnant and running around doing all this crazy shit but um and and like isn't she supposed to have like some really risky pregnancy and she don't got no Mm -hmm. doctor like Mm -mm. i guess the show just threw all that shit to the wayside because i'm totally team maggie like maggie reed get out there and fucking get the killing um she seemed like one of the only people in that little crew of people that really is about her business in a in a way that doesn't feel like she's trying to undermine rick and all this shit that the other people do like she's not changing plans on the fly and not like she's just like listen this is the thing that needs to be done it's the message that needs to be sent i don't like doing this but i'm gonna do it right uh so i fucks with maggie right now uh anyway uh she goes into the um her office or whatever comes back and the next they see later that night she comes back out and she takes the casket and they put the savior's body in it and she writes a message on it that says we have 38 more stand down and then she tells two dudes leave it where they'll find it i'm like Whoa! she ain't playing with them no because the, the thing is <laughs> in her mind she's like fuck it you know uh she's like y'all basically came and killed my people you know shot somebody behind me 
and you think i'm supposed to be motherfucking cool with this and we just supposed to bow that no she was like we ain't going back bitch she ain't scared they told him to fight she ain't going back and my favorite part about this is she told them to tend the crops not to produce for the saviors like there's no subterfuge going here where it's like we'll pretend to be down but we're not she's like fortify the walls prepare to be attacked and tend to the crops because we are now the last standing um you know sanctuary that we know of because sanctuary is destroyed the saviors say they're gonna take over kingdom and he told and uh they told him they were gonna take over alexandria too simon said part of the plan was to take over alexandria unless they don't cooperate so the hilltop is the only base that they have left at this point and she's like i'm not giving it up um anyway i fucks with with maggie on yeah, that i'm one. not going down with a fight i'm not folding nope in the savior's compound eugene wakes up at midnight uh which i'm like how do they know the time uh, how does anyone know the time i don't know yeah the digital clock is midnight i'm assuming it's midnight he looks at his body i mean i guess if anyone can figure it out it's eugene anyway he looked he wakes up because he can't sleep remember he can't sleep no more he's got guilty conscience he looks at his bottle of wine takes a shot of that lays back down his face is all pensive and shit like he got to take a shit it's crazy <laughs> they were zooming in on it. i don't know why his face he made that why i guess it's supposed to be like the can't sleep face but i would have just kept my eyes open but instead he was like anyway um he uh he wakes he gets back up goes to gay uh hospital room they must not have power in there anymore because the lights are out he has a stupid ass helmet with a light on it and shit um and he goes in there wakes up gabe in this gabe in this hospital room and wakes up dr carson and he says um he gonna he gonna help them escape even though it's a bad idea and gabe probably gonna die trying to escape because he's gonna die from the infection and nobody's caring for him and um the doctor is like well why are you why are you doing this essentially and um he's like uh he basically doesn't want to say it's the right thing and gabe's like you're doing it because it's the right thing to do um and he also told him that the guard would be out at the north gate because uh he gave he put some laxatives or something in the dude's coffee and he was gonna be in the bathroom and he also dropped the keys to a to a car uh out there in that lot so they could just drive away um and then gabe says you can come with us and eugene says no and that was it and it was also weird because like this fucking show man i don't know if the show thinks i'm supposed to believe this or just gabe is so stupid that he will believe it but it's no fucking way eugene could just come back to the group they won't accept him it was like they'll accept you they'll understand no the fuck they won't though they will kill the fuck out of him or they better all right last one alexandria okay that's the longest one uh it starts off with michonne kissing a grown-ass judith goodbye and says she'll be back uh and she's like i'll be back you know because they're all gonna go do the show of force plan blah 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 remember that daryl comes over and she thanks him for coming back and apologize for not being part of that harebrained scheme of slamming a truck into the side of the compound right because they don't know what happened like they they like, right they took off and they don't know that uh rick knows rick don't know it was them that basically helped the zombies like get out mm-hmm. or possibly they possibly. don't even know if that's how they got out we Correct. don't they never explain how the saviors got out which kind of pissed me off because i'm like is this one of those things where y'all aren't gonna show us but y'all gonna show us the second half of this season in some type of weird flashback that we don't care about because they out now that's the only thing that matters right so if y'all wasted episode with how eugene got them out i'm gonna be mad 
like it better be a five second flashback the only way that shit is relevant is if daryl's plan is the only thing that freed them if not it don't matter Mm-mm. anyway um but she says i'm sorry for not being part of your scheme and shit and daryl's like it's all right we got the truck it worked so don't worry about it um carl is upstairs writing a letter to his father um and he also looked at a piece of paper that said just survive somehow on it um and rosita is offloading some stuff from a truck tara walks up says that the plan worked rosita and michonne both backed out of that plan tara suggests they can use the explosives that they got from a warehouse and herd the walkers if necessary and stuff and gives like rosita puts a whole lot of stuff in for tara to carry who apparently is strong as hell ain't she though um and tara makes a joke and carries all the stuff um michonne finds carl messing with the sewer and asks what is he doing and he says helping someone a traveler in the sewer and before she can ask more questions which obviously would be a pretty big fucking deal um right before she can ask more questions uh negan bangs on the the gate and got a megaphone yeah he's got a megaphone he's doing his whistle and he says he's gonna round everyone up in three minutes he took out the you didn't hear the uh lookout because they knocked him out but he didn't kill them because they're nice unlike the alexandrians and they believe in doing things the right way and all i want y'all to do i'm gonna line everybody up y'all gotta apologize whoever has the lamest apology i'm gonna kill and then i'm gonna kill rick in front of y'all and then um you know we'll like we'll that's all the people that need to die because y'all violate the rules carl and every like everyone you know daryl all of them before they can obviously this is before they can initiate their plan all of them are like oh shit what are we gonna do carl takes charge and he's like listen y'all get all the cars go to the back drive out the back of the compound drive ahead you know get ahead of them and then the saviors will follow you turn off the lights ditch the cars get to a spot where y'all can like ambush them and shoot at them then on foot meet me back at our pre um designated spot that we've decided to meet at it was a pretty solid plan uh michonne was like we can't just leave alexandria like this and tara was like we need to just fight back right now and uh rosita was like no terror we can't fight back right now this is a good plan we need to get out of here and plus of course they have you know some regular innocent people too it's not just the warriors and everybody don't know how to fight right it's families and kids and shit in there too right so um um so so then michonne is like well carl um we need to preserve alexandria we need to fight for this place and carl it was like nigga two weeks ago you told me that this was i was i was running this place and you were just gonna have my back you know and michonne's like you right and so they let carl kind of do his own thing um and they go get the convoy of trucks and shit so they can run ride, ride out the back um so carl then um rolls up to the top of the gate where negan and his men are at and he stalls basically he's right gives a long ass like you know he says uh rick rick is at home and negan is like uh you know well shit you know he's gonna be real disappointed when he get home and then 
carl is like it's families and kids in here what are you doing and negan's like it's families and friends kids at the fucking outpost and the savior compound shit one of our babies is missing and must be talking about that baby that aaron uh took back to hilltop Mm -hmm. and uh he look he brings up that carl you know had to kill his own mom and maybe the person that's in charge needs to be a person that can make the tough decisions basically implying like maybe carl should be in charge of hill of alexandria and not rick um and so carl says man come on we can figure this out we can stop this and it sounds kind of like the same speech he gave his father to start in that flashback which was like we don't have to fight we can find a peaceful way to you know solution blah 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 well negan obviously don't agree Mm -mm. um but um (laughs) while negan is kind of uh thinking about it or whatever um carl says well look kill me as punishment and negan thinks of is thinking about like maybe that'll be a way to punish rick you kill his son this is he already was gonna you know fuck carl up to make rick you know several times to make rick learn a lesson right and that's the same time that um the crew michonne daryl tara uh rosita you know that crew drive a convoy through the back of the gate where alexandria is so they basically escape now this is interesting because the white is in charge of making sure they don't escape out the back and the girl the woman with the t- neck tattoos is there with them and she's just on them like a hawk like we should put a truck back here because they can just drive through these cars and the white's like it's okay this will be enough don't worry about it and then they hear the trucks driving towards the gate and she, he's like all right get ready we're gonna clean up the mess and obviously these motherfuckers drive right through the roadblock and you know keep going and dwight is like you know he just makes it seem like he's in comedy he's like oh no or whatever and then like they go get in cars and start following them uh in the trucks you know uh in the convoy i mean that's ahead of them so um which is which is funny too because um (laughs) the show couldn't be subtle about it it had to let us know that dwight was fucking up on purpose uh (laughs) right um negan realizes that carl was just a distraction at this point and he's gone now from the top of the fence he's like i thought we was having a moment and all this shit and he tells he's like that's it guys bombs away and they start bombing alexandria and i mean they had grenade launchers and these niggas blew up everything if you liked explosion it was all explosions houses on fire church got burned everything was fucked up uh carl is now limping around like he's being injured and it makes at first i thought oh he fell off the top of the gate or something i did too and he fucked up his leg and now he's limping around and he's also throwing out smoke bombs as he goes to kind of confuse negan and them i guess when they get in there so they can't see him and can't see the everybody you know anything else right and um then and this and this goes on forever like there's a lot like carl limping in slow motion forever and he puts on his dad hat he looks completely exhausted he walks to a house the house fucking explodes and he runs away from the house with just as it explodes and in the background you see the church on fire and just like this is a long bright and pretty yeah you know it's just a long smoky just explosion ass scenes with carl limping around looking lost right and he walks by a car and the car blows up and then they cut away from carl uh tara rosita michonne and daryl all are waiting in a tree overlooking the road where they're gonna ambush the saviors like they planned earlier 
um and uh they basically have a quick conversation where tara says um they didn't get out because of what we did with the truck basically trying to say it's not me and daryl's fault that this shit happened and rosita says even if it did it's just a mistake and i made one too and if i hadn't gone to sanctuary to kill negan maybe sasha would be alive we don't know maybe it'll all be the same but it doesn't matter at this point which is a good point i do agree with that it doesn't really matter how they got out they out right but if for my purposes of petty i would want to see how they got out just to see if it had anything if it if it had something to do with that truck then daryl and 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 tara really fucked it up for everyone Mm -hmm. and that does matter to me but we'll see uh anyway they hear the cars coming daryl throws a flare into the road dwight is driving leading the convoy of people that are looking for daryl and them and neck tap woman says slow down don't drive up there it's it could be a trap you're gonna drive us right into the ambush and all the cars behind us and he's like you can see him looking the rear mirror and everything like he was definitely trying to make sure everybody got caught in the middle of this trap and uh he he's like he just keeps going he's like no nah, we gotta get closer we gotta get closer of course they drive right into the middle of the trap daryl michonne uh uh tara and rosita just start letting off shots shooting up the trucks um dwight hops out the car hides in the wheel, wheel well of the of the truck which is you know one of the parts where the bullets don't go through as much and you know daryl and them are still shooting at the motherfuckers and so dwight then uh takes his gun and kills like three or four of his own men so he's he's going full benedict arnold full turncoat on this shit um well neck tat chick sees him kill those dudes gets to drop on him and she's like so you are basically playing both sides yeah she was like i knew something was wrong you didn't didn't feel right right so she shot him in the shoulder and before she can kill him some more bullets come that way and she runs away so now she's definitely getting away probably gonna go tell negan this nigga a traitor um so it's a wrap for him so he can't go back um but all the people have run away except for dwight dwight says it's over you know so um at any rate back in alexandria negan tells everybody to search alexandria blow up every other house look for carl don't kill him um and then i'm gonna go to rick's and make me some spaghetti and carl stumbles in the darkness gets spotted by two of negan's men but then he has another smoke grenade lets that off and by the time they get over to him he's gone he hid in the sewer you can see him looking up from the sewer which i don't know who made these sewer grades apparently they light as shit last time i checked them bitches was heavy these are some fucking use tools very quiet very light i mean you don't hear no boof no 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 nothing with the weight as exhausted and injured as carl look he can lift that sewer grate so he was fine uh then carl um i mean then dwight yells out to daryl and them it's over tells them that he was the one who made sure they could escape and draw the basically trying to plead for his life like i'm the one that helped y'all don't kill me please and he says i need to join y'all i can't go back because i'm a snitch they know i'm on y'all side and daryl asks, how did they get out was it what i did and dwight says it was eugene so i'm assuming it wasn't necessarily that truck slamming to the wall but somehow eugene figured a way out um and then um um daryl uh yanks his vest off of dwight which was a cool petty moment you know although it's probably got shoulder blood on it but that was a good moment because i hate seeing dwight in, in daryl's vest i hate it me too don't look right 
uh and then michonne was like we need to get back now and rosita walks and stands over dwight and finally after a few seconds helps him up and lets him come with them uh outside the gate for alexandria michonne and them are getting into the sewer and they finally see that alexandria is basically being destroyed and bombed and burning and they all get in the sewer except for michonne even though rosita's like michonne come on get down here she just closes the grate and goes on about her business without them dwight tells michonne before they get in the before he gets in the sewer that he's sorry but she don't care mm-hmm. um inside rick is running around i guess he finally got to alexandria finally after everything started blowing up he's running around alexandria with a gun and he goes to a house into his house looking for his family and negan's already in there and they have a fight and you know negan's like your son volunteered to die and that's uh and i'm he's like i'm gonna fix carl because you did a terrible job raising him and i like him he's gonna be my second in command and they fight and then rick picked up uh the bat and got ready to hit he hit negan with it one time with the butt of it and got ready to hit him again and negan went crazy like don't touch her and like pushed him and then rick grabbed his gun and right as he grabbed his gun negan tackled him through a window and rick shot the gun but missed him and fell out the window and then he got up and ran and him and michonne ran into each other and michonne had a dude grow up behind her try to grab her and she fucking like knocked this nigga to a wall hit him in the stomach and then stuck him through the eye with her sword it was a cool kill yes it was and then after he fell down she just started slicing his ass up because she was mad as fuck wouldn't you know i think she was mad at the life they were supposed to have in alexandria yeah also i'm so glad that we now see she's back to fighting for him which i don't know how much time passed between this episode and the last one but at least she was ready she was kicking ass again um anyway uh michonne and rick um find each other and um they go to the sewer carl is in the sewer with all the survivors they walk through they see everybody made it it's funny because not very many people died and no one of consequence died this week um even in a season finale right and and this and we're at the end it's like a minute left in the fucking season finale right right so they get down there they see the dude that carl saved uh and um sadiq and you know rick looking like who the fuck is this nigga right and carl's like i brought him here and carl is like laying down uh leaning up against the wall obviously tired as fuck reasonably so he saved everybody this week and he was it, it like he was injured he fell off the top of the 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 fucking fence and shit right. you know so there's a reason to think he's just laying there like needing to rest and then he says uh yeah i brought him here and he says that's how it happened he lifts up his shirt and reveals he was bitten by a zombie on the rib cage mm-hmm. and then of course michonne and rick are very sad by this news and crying and shit and then that's the end of the episode mm-hmm. this nigga dying b that's the end. here's my thing i do love that um i love the cho- choice of killing carl i do me too i know other people have a problem with it i don't really have much attachment to any of the characters on the show um and i like when they take bold choices and things that they didn't do in the comics correct they actually should do more shit like this um i hate that uh you know and i love that they we i remember noticing it when it happened when we talked about it on the show being like i don't know how he didn't get bit because those zombies were right on him 
and it was a manipulative thing of course to cut away and show not show us he got bit so they could later reveal it if you rewatch the episode it really adds value to the episode knowing this nigga been bit since he saved sadiq in the woods and he went and it, it changes all his actions he was writing a letter to his dad because right. he was expected to die just survive somehow is him and enid's thing and now enid ain't gonna never see him again um that's why he went up there and talked to negan and was basically like kill me right he offered himself because his life was forfeit already if he could have stopped the bombing by saying killing me kill me it, and i think he was serious he would have let him kill him but he already was bitten um also um when he was limping and shit he, apparently he didn't fall off the fence he the the zombie shit was just taking over um and it was he was so brave and composed and he got everybody out and he saved everybody's life like it was really um it was re- watching it the second time really added value and i think that's why i liked it the second time mm. the first time i just felt like this bullshit this nonsense why is he doing this why is why are they doing so many slow-mo shots of this nigga and is like just run and now i'm like oh it was all a sacrifice the whole time doesn't excuse the junk to cons and mm-hmm. oceanside like i really wish that wasn't even an episode right but, but the call shit really hit me the second time because i'm like damn man he became that little man you know he became his dad's little like he became a man before our eyes in this and saved everybody no one died in alexandria by Negan in them's hand and probably and that's all it, carl yes his plan his plan was like no we not gonna fight y'all get the fuck out of here even the plan to escape and hide in the sewer is all carl yes and i do hope that something comes of his idea because i know people don't like when we you know on the show when people have these ideas i do hope something happens with his idea of man we can't just be out here killing people acting like soldiers part of us has to be about rebuilding society learning to coexist with our enemies and shit like that and i hope that things like this take the show in that direction because maybe we could save some of the filler shit if we had a little bit more of the the stuff like them trying to find a way out to work together and survive as opposed to just always be about how do we kill the bad guys right all right we did have feedback um let me get to it uh eve says hi yeah. huh? i was gonna say well the actor uh was uh i think his daddy took it harder than him because his daddy was cutting the food on social media but that's the part of acting you die yeah chandler riggs dad was upset but here's the thing in the spoiler culture that we have now with social media and all these nerd websites dedicated to spoiling stuff and people don't care about spoilers but a lot of us that watch these shows do and a lot of times the spoilers detract from watching the show right um they actually had a couple sites that had evidence or the script or whatever that he was going to die they were going to put it on their sites he wrote those sites and said can y'all please not spoil this this is a very important episode i really acted in this episode and the next and um it's really important to the character and the fans and if y'all spoil it it's gonna ruin it for a lot of people it's a big surprise because obviously carl's still alive in the comics this is a huge death this is literally one of those things i thought they would never do on the show right so i you know i'm super duper impressed by the balls on them to do this but at the same time it's like if you spoil it it has no impact so um you know his father was mad but necessitated by the fact that this show is constantly fighting against spoiler culture 
they have to do shit like film several types of deaths mm-hmm. film and tell people shit at the last minute i know some of the actors get mad but no we can't tell you two weeks we got to tell you when you walk in this is the scene you shooting today i'm not even sure they get mad because i really haven't heard of the actors saying they were mad about how things went down yet um uh-huh. but i know norman reedus and andrew lincoln got their contracts extended for another season so maybe that's a kind of a spoiler but you can make that work a different bunch of ways you can do flashbacks you can um you know it doesn't necessarily mean they have to live and then also the other thing was um it you know when morgan got moved to fear the walking dead you know like it's it's they don't have time to tell these actors you know weeks in advance and shit because if you do that your show gets spoiled and i think if nothing else at this point the show is mostly consistent on trying to have big moments that shock the audience even if they're not actually well-deserved moments correct all right let's get y'all's feedback ev says hi rod and karen i'm still invested in the show and would like to see where it's going but i have to admit that i didn't really enjoy this episode as much as i would have liked i feel like the show spent the entire last season showing rick and crew getting punked and den- de- denigrated they set negan up to- as the big bad who has to go down now after reading articles that the writers are killing carl off as an excuse to save negan that's some bullshit if anything needs to be changed from the comics is that negan has to die i've always liked the writers have i always liked that the writers have strayed from the comic storyline it keeps us on our toes but for gimple to basically hint that they're keeping negan that's some bullshit yeah i don't know if this means they're keeping negan or not to be honest i guess i i mean you know and i don't read spoiler websites so there's something else but my main thing hasn't been keeping negan or not keeping negan it's i don't care if negan dies or if he goes to prison my problem is that the negan shit is taking 32 episodes and it was really about a 16 episode story right um uh i was looking forward to seeing that motherfucker go down it's kind of like playing a video game you go to the end kill the big bad and i don't know who's a bigger bad than negan i think most people would be pissed if we were playing the said video game and get to the end and be told that you are the big you and the big bad are now going to be friends fuck that yeah they did okay that's where you're getting it from carl was talking like they should be friends and work together i don't know man in the comic that kind of worked for me but i don't know how they would make it work because i don't think jeffrey dean morgan is gonna be in every episode like that so Mm -hmm. i don't know what they're doing with that Mm -hmm. fuck that i'm not all that upset about carl dying although i think the way the writers handled it is one of the reasons the show's ratings are dipping maybe they can turn it around but they're going to have to kill a whole lot of savers in the next half of the season because some of the people are interested in playing nice eve yeah some of them gotta die that's for sure and i i don't know what i don't i hope the writing i hope the weight ratings are down because of how carl died Mm-mm. i don't think that to me that's the least problematic part of the show there's other reasons why the ratings <laughs> down people under they underestimated several things uh they underestimated the death of glenn they underestimated the death of abe mm-hmm. they underestimated how mad people were uh, upset about them not showing uh uh who died mm-hmm. uh and uh that shit matters like that shit matters to a lot of people it might not have mattered to you as a viewer some people would listen out they go that's but for some people that shit matter it was like fuck you and fuck the show and i'm not coming back and this time someone was telling the truth mm-hmm. uh dune dragon says tvgwt hey rod and karen the name of the episode is supposed to be call is batman that ninja that nigga smoke that ninja smoke move had me rolling 
what the f did eugene do to clear the zombies it's definitely going to be less of a technical or more of him being ruthless possibly them sacrificing some sanctuary working class yeah because he couldn't sleep so maybe he did something really fucked up to get them out of there what uh maggie did not take that coffin to bury anyone the vengeance in her voice before made it too obvious that when she asked for it the way she executed that dumb ass back at hilltop i bet you gregory shut the f up forever one of my favorite things about that though is a trope in this show i say favorite but it's really like you know roll your eyes type favorite um every time they they have to make the saviors such dicks right like she didn't just kill that dude while he was begging for his life or nothing he had to be like let the little bitch do what she want to do what you gonna shoot me cunt you know like they had to make him work ah, so over the top. right like you could have just brought him out and killed him even if he was sorry it also would have actually would have been better to me if he would have been begging for his life and she killed him right uh anyway how long do you guys think dwight is going to survive in the kah crew the kai crew he seriously has messed uh with too many individuals i think he's gonna be fine uh hope your trip was good can't wait to hear the details and snap bubble rick's voice carl carl no 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 tbgwt to the weekend i hear you well we're back uh miss smart writes in um karen rod people are legit upset about carl sure fine i get it but carl is on his 12th life about three lives beyond what he should have lived considering laurie and rick were habitually negligent during his early years right his ass should have died instead of dale yo carl had a tough life and then he got shot while they was hunting for deer right. got shot in the eye like killed had to kill his mama to birth his sister like my nigga rest in peace i tip i'm 42 your memory um can y'all tell i'm over alexandria the kingdom and the hilltop i already received my savior's badge and key card in the name think pretty smart negan negan is handsome and it's clear he has access to all the bundles of weave black skin care products and an unlimited supply of little black dresses that is the z-pac equivalent of a building yep he is uh i mean he's definitely taking care of his ladies over there mm-hmm. well the other thing i would say too though is Nian still does have this goal in mind of like do he's doing all this to prevent further bloodshed and violence he thinks it's just the way it has to be which uh rick and them's action haven't really proven him wrong yet <laughs> um, anyhow i hope that carl's bite mean they are about to be switching the entire back eight up maybe even blessed with a storyline about a little enclave called nespania a community of black and hispanic people uh our community <laughs> our communities are known to do the most with the least they are probably the ones flying the helicopter rick saw oh i forgot to mention that rick saw a helicopter a couple weeks ago oh wait no we mentioned that it's just been a while mm-hmm. every black and brown hood is full of former military uncle daddies who know how to fly things shoot things grow weed and make moonshine come on it's probably where heath is living a place where everyone knows he is dr dre <laughs> that's the back eight uh that's the back eight i want to see do y'all think rick and them are gonna end up just killing all the junkyard band or trying to cut deals or keep trying to cut deals i i don't know i i hope we've seen the last of the junk to come right just write them off the storyline she says cheers miss smart negan and the smart is silent all right get that jeffrey dean morgan peen i feel you um but he ain't putting it down like barney i know that much uh karen what are you looking forward to next uh when the show comes back in february uh looking forward to see what they're gonna do about um carl 
uh, how they how they gonna get out the the tunnel? Is the teenage mutant ninja turtles gonna save them? I don't know. We down <laughs> in the tunnels now. How's we gonna get out? Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to um Maggie. She's cold mm-hmm. blooded. I do want to see cold blooded Maggie. I definitely want to see if Rick and them um like their final goodbye to Carl and how they do that. If if Michonne is like take him take me with him, Lord, throw me in the casket with my baby. No, he's too soon. I ain't that's like her child. Yeah, we're gonna be some good blacking up in there. Um, I also wonder what this means for that whole old man Rick storyline where they showed uh, Carl was alive. Remember that, and now we, we know he ain't make it. Like, what did that? What was that even a dream? man been you know um so yeah i kind of want to see all that shit man i cannot wait uh for it to come back um I, it's funny i was really down on the show rewatched this episode and i'm like i have always known this show has flaws and i'm back to having fun with it again i don't i don't know what was up with me when i watched this shit uh off the vacation you know but you know i'm like i don't expect high theater from from a lot of this shit no you know? high art so uh yeah i can't wait to get silly with zombies again so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i enjoyed the show it just wasn't my favorite episode but i did enjoy it yeah nah i mean i expect there to be some more of these in the back eight too just like we had rick and michonne go to the to the carnival that time so shit happens anyway we'll be recapping it and we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks when it's time to do this uh and we'll, we'll also see you know you guys for a regular show saturday for feedback um balls deep sports and the pregame came out today uh me and bossy are supposed to record uh this too much friday afternoon i believe i believe friday afternoon maybe it's thursday afternoon matter of fact let me check my before i tell y'all niggas a lie hold on Duh. check my motherfucking okay yeah it's actually tomorrow we're gonna recap it uh at 4 p.m so you guys will get your this too much uh tomorrow uh all right guys until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.